You're listening to Guinea Pig and Green. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Laura. We like talking about wellness and eco-friendliness in an approachable way. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about running. Yay, let's get started. Welcome back to episode two. Yay, episode two. (laughs) Steph and I were super pleased with the response we got from episode one, so thank you to everybody who listened. We basically did nothing all night. We just were reading Facebook comments and basically gloating in how happy we were. So thank you for your support. You're amazing. Thanks for listening, taking the time to listen. And we just just took like an hour taking a bunch of pictures with our friend Nitai. Yes, thank you, Nitai. Um, they involve a lot of fruit. You'll see them soon. We're going to put them on Twitter. and It's just, you know, our, our floating heads and a lot of fruit. Yeah. <laughs> New pictures for the podcast. Get excited. Yeah, be yeah. excited. <laughs> so today we're talking about running stuff. We are. I'm so excited. This is sort of our favorite thing to talk about with each other, as yeah. we said yesterday. That's kind of how we bonded. <laughs> um, we, we first read Born to Run and grew to love it. So we're going to try and talk about what works for us, but... We're both amateur runners, yes. so uh, I don't, we don't pretend to have tips for everyone, uh, but just going from books that we've read, things that we've researched online, and our own experience from running, uh, we'd like to put together, just, I don't know. Just, yeah, we're just, just going to tell you what we do. Real talk. Yeah, real talk that. Um, we're just going to say what works for us, because we're very different, I think, in the way that we, we run. Um, we have some similarities, but anyway, so, uh, take it with a grain of salt for sure. So what can we start with? Um, let's start with apps. Yes. So one of my favorite things to do in terms of running is to track what I run, like how I run and where I run. And I know you're the same, but you do it slightly differently. Um, I use the Nike plus app which works with my phone. I I think it's on Android phones as well, but I have an iPhone. And it just uses your GPS to track where you run and uh, your distance that you run and every kilometer. uh, This (laughs) funny female voice chimes in and tells you your pace and how far you run and what your time is and whatever. And it's, I find that really helpful. And, um, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool app. Cool. It has a lot of sync synchron synchronicities syncing <laughs> with other apps like Twitter and Facebook and stuff. So if you're into sharing to get you motivated, I I really like it for that. How much did you pay for that? Well, I paid for I I think I paid a dollar for it, but I think now it's free. So cool. You can just get it mm-hmm. on your phone. Um, I know both Steph and I are on mapmyrun.com. Mm-hmm. I don't really use it though, to be real real with you. <laughs> no, like, to be completely honest, like, the website itself is imperfect. Mm. Um, it's not, like, the greatest, but I like coming back from a run and, like, tracking it that way, and it, like, it allows me to visualize where I've run, and it's integrated with Google Maps, so you can very clearly track exactly where you're running to, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. So I do like using it for that and tracking my progress. Yeah, it's great. I think tracking is for a beginner runner is can be so rewarding. Like for me, when it tells me, you know, you're this run, you run a little bit faster than your last few runs. Yeah. It just it feels really good. So I I think it's a great way to get more to set goals for yourself and like be motivated to go for a run. 
is to be like making sure you're tracking stuff that really helped me anyway yeah definitely so like what do you do in terms of setting goals for yourself in your running well last year I had a goal that I wanted to run 10k I just set it really arbitrarily before I got back into running and I didn't actually hit that goal last year I just didn't quite make it I got to I think eight and a half but I am I am not really setting goals for myself this year really I like looking at how I've improved from my last few runs but I think it takes the pressure off for me to just to just think about running as long as it feels good and as far as I can I'm sort of trying to go as far as I can but slowly and like gently I'm just like I said on the last podcast I've been really enjoying just being outside in the sunlight so for me the running is just a way to go explore different parts of the city and be enjoy the, the outdoors so I've been really liking that but but you you set some really cool 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 goals cool goals, cool goals for yourself yeah well I mean so last year um I guess in May I was running at about like five kilometers for workout and I decided mm-hmm. that I wanted to add a kilometer every month so like that's a very reasonable goal like that's mm-hmm. that's not lofty by any means um but I sort of wanted to be around running 10k by September um, I ended up falling in love with running much more than I thought I would. Yeah. Uh, so by September, I was usually running around 15, 16K. Right. Um, but yeah, like I think tracking was a big part of that. Like whenever I hit a new goal, I never wanted to just stay there for the rest of the month. Like I actually right. was just so excited to reach that next kilometer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this year I've been thinking about registering for a half. Yeah, which is so exciting. I, I think I have to get a few more runs under my belt. But I can kind of see that happening, maybe. How long is a half again? 21. 21 kilometers. Yeah. Or 13 miles for mm-hmm. people who are using the mile system. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that would be an amazing goal. I, you know, it's honestly, I think it's probably, maybe I should be setting some micro goals for myself. Because when I say I track it, I basically just look at what I've done. And I find that to be a motivation for me personally, but I think it might be better if I use that information to sort of reach loftier or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So do you there's also an app called Daily Mile, which I'm just gonna throw out there because I've heard that some people use it and they really like it. So cool. I think it's sort of along the same lines. Nice. What about music? Do you listen to music? Ah, uh, the great, the great debate. I know with runners, it's like a really controversial. Not controversial. Maybe controversial is not the right word. It's it's a debate. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I personally run with music. I've run maybe once in the last year without music. And I've been thinking about trying to get more into it because everyone talks about how much they love it. I don't know. What are your, your thoughts? You don't use it. Um, yeah. I, I used to run with music when I used to run indoors on the treadmill. Uh, right. And then when I started increasing my mileage and I took my workouts outdoors, um, I found that I had a much better time without music. So when I'm running outside, uh, I definitely prefer running without music. Hmm. Um, if it's on a track or on a treadmill, then I'll consider listening to music. But hmm. I always find it gives me a burst of energy. I mean, I really love music. And so... I sometimes just, you know, when that song comes on, it gives you a little bit more motivation. It kicks you out of the funk yeah. that you've been in. So, what's your know, favorite? Like what's your favorite running song? Oh no, um, I have some really embarrassing running songs on my running playlist. Since you've been gone, okay. 
by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> it's a great running yeah. song. I really like this song, The Sound of Settling by Death Cab for Cutie. Okay. It just has a cool beat. And I really like listening to, like, hip-hop. I mean, I like listen to a lot of hip-hop music anyway, but, you know, if a Jay-Z song comes on... Mm-hmm. The Jay-Z song is on. All right. <laughs> um, then oh. it's just... You guys are lucky. What? We're hearing that. Uh, um, so, what? you know, if a Jay-Z song comes on, watch out. I'm going to be running. I don't know. I, I, love, I love listening to music. I had one person, a friend tell me that they don't like listening to music while they run because they run to sort of think about things and work through things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a valid point, but for me, I don't feel the same way. I feel like I don't actively think while I run. Mm-hmm. Running always helps me to figure things out and to work things through in my head, but I don't consciously think about them. They just kind of mm-hmm. work themselves out. I don't know. What do, do you ever feel that way? Um I didn't at first. Once I started hitting, like, the the higher numbers in terms of mileage, um, running definitely did become more meditative for mm-hmm. me. Um, but that was never something, like, it, it's, I do draw a distinction between, like, my runs where it's more meditative versus my runs where it's more of a workout. Mm-hmm. Um, I can definitely see, like, during the ones where, where it's a workout and you're going hard, why, like, music would be awesome to distract you from, like... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, usually, like, on my slower runs, I don't... I don't mind not listening to music. Hmm. It's mm-hmm. an interesting thing. I mean, I know some people also listen to podcasts when they run. Mm-hmm. I've tried that once or twice. I don't know. I think just for me, music helps me sort of tune everything else out. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it though. Yeah, I've tried that before as well. Um, like while running on the track using podcasts, usually about running. So mm. after I finished Scott Jurek's book, Eat and Run, Um, I downloaded pretty much every podcast I could find where Scott was being interviewed, uh, and I listened to those for a while, like, while running, while folding laundry, (laughs) (laughs) while sleeping. (laughs) Um, Uh, I need to just make a quick shout out to the Joy the Baker podcast. I love you! (laughs) Everyone should listen to the Joy the Baker podcast, because that is the only one I've ever listened to when I've gone running. Okay. I think they're just funny, so it's sort of like a distracting... I don't know, I would kind of... I need something to sort of distract me, I think. One time I went for a run um, on a mountain, and I was listening to the Ricky Gervais podcast, Mm. and... He has a podcast? Yeah, I think that everyone thought it was clinically insane, because (laughs) there I was, running around, just like bursting out into fits of laughter um See, or just grinning most of yeah, the time I think that's the um, only way if you're gonna listen to a podcast it has to be I, don't, I couldn't do it was like um yeah it was too funny I, I think I, I'd prefer to listen to something about running it's true mm-hmm. anyway to each their own because it's such a personal I think running is such a personal thing sometimes so yeah I don't know what are your guys' thoughts do you run tell us how you if you listen to music or not um, okay, we also wanted to talk about warming up slash cooling down. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so admittedly, yes. I'm definitely not super diligent about either of those things. I'm not either. Mm-hmm. But I hear that evidence is a bit mixed about whether you're supposed to... It, it yeah. keeps changing. The experts yeah. keep being like, don't stretch before you run. Do stretch. Only stretch before you run and not after. I don't know yeah. who is telling me the truth. Um, if I'm feeling a little tight, I'll definitely put get some stretching in. Yeah. Um, for my 
longer runs, I find that I don't need as much stretching just because I'm going at such an easy pace that the beginning of the run itself just functions as a warm-up. Right. Which is generally how I feel, I think. Yeah. Um, when I was transitioning to chai running, chi running? I don't know how to say it. Uh, midfoot running. Midfoot running. Minimalist running. Um, I did have, like, a set warm cool down, I guess, where I would just do these exercises where you alternate between walking on your toes and walking on your heels, and that's supposed mm. to strengthen your calf muscles, and um, so that was just something I experimented with for a while, but generally my cool down isn't, isn't significant. No. Usually I'll stretch my calves and my hamstrings before I go running, um, and then when I get back, maybe I'll do... I, I usually don't stretch at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, anecdotally, uh, when I first started minimalist running, I went for a one run and was, like, trying to do the technique properly, and I just... My calves were so sore for four days afterwards, I could... I could barely walk. Oh my gosh. The first... I yeah, could barely walk. The, my first attempt at midfoot running, I went for six kilometers. Holy. I remember I was in Toronto, and I could... Like, I felt... Like, as soon as the run was over, I just felt... I was like, this is going to hurt yes. tomorrow. Um, little did I know it was going to, like... I couldn't walk for, like, two weeks. Yeah. It was... I, it's I was incredible. Like, yeah. It was terrible, the amount of, like, I guess the lack... I didn't realize how little I'd been using my calves. I know. Uh, with a... <laughs> But that said, I actually tried. Like, I could never go back to heel striking. Um, no. No, it's, I, like, I've never been injured midfoot running, um, no. and I love it. I mean, we should say right now that um, both of us have adopted the midfoot running technique, and we'll include some information in the show notes on the blog about that. Um, but basically, it's just sort of, you're supposed to be standing up really tall, leaning forward a little bit, striking in the middle of your foot instead of through your heel. And I use a minimalist running shoe that has no heel cushioning, um, which I think you use a similar... No, I, I use my Nike Freeze, so okay. there is a little bit of cushioning, but it is much more flexible than... I'd say it's like a middle-of-the-road shoe. Right. I have the New Balance Minimus. Um, but... Yeah, so what else about technique can we talk about? I I love that technique. It's great. I mean, yeah. since I've started this season, there has been a little bit of strain on my ankles, I think. But I think it's just because I'm going back to hitting the pavement mm-hmm. on a regular basis, which is something my body needs to get used to. It's never like a searing pain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tall... Mm-hmm. Making sure your strides aren't too long, but increasing yeah. increasing the speed of your rotation yeah. um, definitely helps. Yeah, keeping cycling your feet underneath you was a line that they say in Born to Run mm-hmm. that always really stuck with me. Um, just keeping your feet in a little yeah. One blogger who um, does a great job of talking about this is a no meat athlete. His name's Matt Fraser. Mm-hmm. Fraser, yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so he has a fantastic blog and he talks a lot about that stuff. Uh, he's a trail runner, uh, and also does ultra marathons, I believe. Um, and he's a vegan. Hello. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, he's really cool. His blog's great. But, um, yeah, I don't know what else I do in terms of my technique. Like I mentioned on the last podcast, I often have sort of mantras. I don't know if mantra is the right word for it. Reminders maybe Mm -hmm. in my head when I'm running. So, like stand up tall and 
um, in Born to Run, they say one all the time, which is easy, smooth, light, fast. And you're supposed to start with easy. And then once you, and so whenever I think of easy, I, I remind myself, don't try so hard, you know, don't push yourself too much. Um, light, making sure you cycle through your, your feet quickly. And then, um, and then they say, you know, then fast will come. If you get the first three, then fast will follow. Mm -hmm. So, um, I always have that in my head. Do yeah. you, do you ever think about technique when you're running? No, definitely not. But I think that there's, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, um, no. no, no, sometimes like, I mean, I'll admit like if I'm passing by a window, like I love watching my form. Um, right. and that's not so much a vanity thing as it is. Like, I just like the way, well, I, no, I like what bodies look like when they're exercising I guess like that sounds weird but no. <laughs> um so. I mean I always look if I'm passing a window too yeah um and especially like <laughs> if, any, if anybody is is experimenting with midfoot running it's actually pretty amazing like the spring in your step you'll notice that you have if you're yes. passing by something yeah. um you look almost like an antelope <laughs> like, <laughs> a gazelle <laughs> a gazelle is probably the animal I would compare myself to um, oh my gosh I don't know if I'm a gazelle status no. right right up right up in here right I'm now I'm pretty small it's more like like an emperor or penguin no <laughs> no it's not I don't think emperor really penguins good. are graceful no I'm not I'm not super graceful but you were just saying uh, but you I don't look have, like a gazelle. Gonna, we're gonna stick with the gazelle analogy. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't have a mantra. While no. I'm running. Um, I find they just float into my head sometimes. <laughs> like I don't. Like I said, I don't really think about anything when I go running, but just things just float in and float out, and it's good. It's wicked. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's the very basic primer of what we do. Yeah. No. Um. I think moving forward, we'd love to go and to detail in some of the things that we talked about today. Yeah. But uh, but those are kind of some of the things that work for us. So, anyway, thank you for listening. Yeah. Happy running. I yeah. hope that the snow clears up soon. Um, or that where you are, there is none. Lucky, lucky you. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you think in the comments, and thanks again for listening. Bye. <laughs>